Golf and rock and roll? Not logical, but it is fascinating. Playing down that big old fairway. Don't want no hackers to get in my way. The boys and me got a big NASA going. We were born to drive. It's the Golf Insiders, giving you the inside scoop on all things golf. Now, here are your Golf Insiders on 740 The Game. Hello, Orlando. You're listening to the Golf Insiders taking you home on the fairways of I-4 in the house. Holly G along with my special caddy of the evening, Will Perry. Hello, my friend. Hello. Good to be here again tonight. We've got a lot to talk about, of course. Oh, we sure do. We are headed into the big finals, the FedEx Cup. Tour Championship, East Lake, next week in Hotlanta, Will. And, boy, talking about hot, DJ Dustin Johnson winning big at the BMW Championship. His third victory of the year. Wow, 23 under par at Crooked Stick. I mean, this is not, you know, a public track here. It's it it always amazes me how some of these guys can play so well on on so many difficult golf courses and again you know another another guy where you know throws his name back into the mix of cuz he kind of disappeared for a couple of weeks i mean he was still playing well but he wasn't really contending contending he was fading a little bit on the weekends uh in in Dustin Johnson and so you know is he going to be the guy to be at the uh, tour championship up there at Eastlake. Well, he's certainly peaking at a good time. And here's the thing. You know, what I everybody's been commenting about is how DJ is now just got the complete game from striping it down the fairways, off the tee, and, of course, you know, his extreme distance to his wedge game, which he just has, I guess, been working on uh, diligently all year just, you know, dumping it all over the pins at the BMW. And he switches putters and now oh, has, Rory. Yeah, has this, uh, you know, whatever super-duper prototype tailor-made spider, uh, limited edition, and, you know, was talking about how, you know, it's a little bit bigger. Uh, he sees the line a little better, and he's just rolling it. And... Wow. Watch what? out for him if he can make some putts because there's no there's only a couple of I mean, Jason Day, Dustin Johnson, two of the best ball strikers on tour. I mean, and Rory McIlroy. You know, Jason Day has actually had a little bit of a down year ball striking wise. I mean, not many people would know that unless they looked at the statistics. But um, you know, for someone who hits the ball so well, so long, so straight if he's rolling the rock, I mean, he could, you know, he could be one of the, the leading contenders for helping the U.S. at the Ryder Cup as well. And let's be honest here. Paul Casey is no 
short hitter. He beats Casey by three. At one point, he was up by five. I mean, Paul hung in there, but, you know, he was truly just outdistanced by DJ. And, uh, you know, it was just... Might, I, might Paul Casey be the guy that might just come underneath everyone, win the Tour Championship, win the FedEx Cup? I, he's he's right up there in the standings. I mean, I know that he hasn't won another playoff event, or he hasn't won a playoff event at this point, but that's not necessarily what it's all about when it when you get to this point. It's about putting yourself in position for that final week. You know, there was a really interesting DJ, uh, DJ, J.B. Holmes was in the hunt for uh, uh, some of the tournament, but um, they showed a really cool side-by-side, you know, He's he's an extremely long hitter as well during the telecast on Sunday. And what was so interesting is they showed the difference between their, you know, backswings. And, you know, J.B. Holmes gets to about 1 o'clock in that backswing. Pretty short. DJ yeah. pass parallel, and they both get to impact simultaneously. The club head speed on DJ is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It's all about that, that foot before and the foot after the impact, you know, position. Most most great coaches always talk about that. You know that just as well as anybody. I mean, everyone has a unique swing. Everyone has their own way of doing it. And um, DJ is one of the, the one of the more unique ones. If anybody tries to do what he does, now be he, careful. <laughs> he claims that his brother's club head speed is faster than his. You know, his brother who's on the bag. Interesting. I'd like to see that. Yeah, crazy great. <laughs> I would like to see that too. However, I'm guessing maybe he doesn't quite hit it as straight as, as <laughs> Dustin. Sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, Casey, I think it really turned south for him uh, as they made the turn. He hooked it into the trees on number 10, then plunked it into the bunker and made a bad bogey. Uh, DJ birdie number 11 to go up by five. So, you know, he was always trying to make up ground. And on the 15th, Casey sunk a great putt for Eagle and Dustin answers right back with Eagle on top of him. So he just he just couldn't gain any ground uh, you know, the rest of the day. I think DJ's probably I think he's kind of finally overcome that mental hurdle. You know, from from last year his struggles at the US Open were very well documented, you know, past majors, things like that. And I think, you know, going back over the years and everyone always says once you get that first that first major, get that first one out of the way, it's a game changer, especially for a player like him with so much talent. Um, you know, same thing with with Jason Day. Um, you know, he went on just a tear. I th- what did he win? Seven tournaments or something over over that stretch. And you know, I think this is kind of you know like DJ's time here over these next maybe couple of years where. He's going to maybe win a couple of majors and win a bunch of tournaments and do a lot of damage to add to his career. Ricky Fowler's magical mustache, <laughs> not so much as he fails to that thing is make, epic. I love make it. the top 30. Uh, but he says he's going to keep it to Great. show his support for uh, Justin Thomas. But uh, I, I'm still uh, I'm not so sure about the, the, the cookie duster. Uh, let's look at the rest of the field because uh, this, you know, was – I always love the BMW Championship because so much is going on. I mean, it was a roller coaster throughout the round on Sunday. Some players moving seven to eight spots as they were trying to make that that final cut of 30. And interestingly, the only guy who was really giving 
the Dustin and Paul, any bit of poking, if you will, was Roberto Castro. Uh, he shot 17 under and had kind of an interesting round Sunday. He Not only did he drain it from the fairway, I think it was on 14, the par 4, but uh, also had a funny thing happen on 17. He he hooked it. It looked like it was in the water, but it actually held up on the bank. He, there was a frog that got scared and <laughs> leaped into the water. So it appeared that he had put it in the water and that, you know, he was going to be out of the tournament and, and actually probably uh, dropping of, dropping quite a out out of, of, He, he out made of one the, of the biggest jumps um, over the weekend between him, J.B. Holmes, and Charles Schwartzel. They were all way outside the top 30. I mean, Schwartzel was at 43. Holmes at 42, and uh, Castro was actually at 53. So for those guys to jump in there, um, you know, that's a pretty big big leap from being 10, 15, you know, spots back, if you will. Um, that's, it, that's good for a player like him. He's had a, a few good moments this year. Um, for him to sneak into the Tour Championship, kind of a little bit of an unknown journeyman-type player. Yeah, then there were a bunch of them all at minus 12. Charles Schwartzel, Ryan Palmer, Adam Scott, Matt Kuchar and J.B. Holmes. And Jordan Spieth tying for ninth just outside that group at minus 11. And Daniel Berger with a group at minus 10, which included Billy Horschel, Chris Kirk. And Billy Horschel just hanging around there a little bit. A name that you like to throw around, or throw around a little bit there. Well, he's uh, had pretty good karma with the FedEx Cup, and as we know, it's all about where you stand coming into the finals. And right now, the top five control their destiny. Dustin Johnson in first, Patrick Reed sitting in second, Adam Scott in third, Jason Day in fourth, and Paul Casey in fifth. Just outside that bubble are Rory McIlroy at sixth and Jordan Spieth at seven. Speaking of Jason Day... Had to withdraw on Sunday due to his back. Uh, spoke briefly to Ben Everill from PGATour.com before we went on the air, and Jason's been treated. Seems to be good to go uh, for next week, and of course, you know he's going to be able to have some extra time to rest. So yeah, that's you've probably got to figure good, that's good. not going to be an event that he's going to miss. There's no way. I mean, I'm sure that he was, to some degree, he might not ever admit it, but he was probably protecting himself to, to some degree. But I'm curious. I mean, of these top five, like you said, they all control their own destiny. I mean, who do you like? They're, it's hard to pick between between these five. Yeah, it sure is. Um, I I think right now Dustin is in the driver's seat here because, you know, with Jason having issue with the back and you were mentioning his driving accuracy, which has been, uh, you know, going south the past few weeks. Maybe it's signs of the fact that this back is a little, you know, more uh, injured yeah, yeah. Uh, and causing him problems because of tightness, et cetera. Uh, you know, can't, we can't uh, not look at Rory given the fact that he's got a victory in the stretch here. And we know if he gets, you know, the driver going and he's got a new flat stick he's feeling good about as mm-hmm. well. So I think there's a lot of interesting storylines developing here and, and Adam Scott, he knows what it's like to play under the big pressure. I think the question mark is is Patrick Reed. Well, you know, he's shown to, he's proven to kind of come through in a lot of big moments, but not consistently. 
And if there's anything, if there's any of these top players who've proven it more so over the last year, it would you would have to go with Jason Day or Dustin Johnson, and Jason Day is not really healthy right now. Um, but at the same time, Jason Day has also proven that he can, you know, win a tournament or play extremely well under adverse conditions. I mean, remember last year at the U.S. Open, he practically was, you know, uh, when he had the um, what is it? The the thing the vertigo. the vertigo in his ear. And, you know, he came out and played an amazing final round. Um, and so, you know, he could just really pull it together. You never really know. But and it, it's funny because it's it's like week by week, <laughs> you know, who each week we've been like, oh, uh, oh, it's Rory. And oh, it's it's Patrick Reed because Patrick Reed backed up the win with a, was it a, a second place or a third place finish? I mean, he was right there, you know, the week before at the Deutsche Bank. And, um, you know, it's hard to go against Dustin right now. He's, even though he he had a, a stretch between wins, he was racking up a bunch of top tens, a bunch of top fives. I mean, he's had 14 top tens, the most of any player this year. Yeah, crazy, crazy that's great. That's an extreme, that's amazing performance. I mean, of 21 events that he's played, 14 top tens. I mean, he's pretty much a guaranteed top 10 this year. Speaking of amazing performances, uh, we'll switch to the LPGA Tour because their fifth major of the season is this week, the Evian Championship over in France. And uh, good news for the LPGA. They've got an open week. Uh, you know, they're not playing against... Uh, it's all about them this week. All no, about no them. LPGA Tour event. Exactly. So uh, all eyes are going to be on the LPGA. And we have a really exciting duel going on there between Lydia Ko and Arya Jutanyagarn, who get hottest player, five victories this year. And interestingly, she's going to play without her driver... Uh, Does, she doesn't need it. <laughs> uh, right. I mean, this, I mean, let's be honest. She's she's crazy long. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's interesting. All of her victories this year have been without the driver. Mm-hmm. She can she can hammer that two iron. I mean, she hits her two iron as long as some guys on the PJ Tour hit their driver. Um, you know, it's funny coming in into this final this final event, and I know that we're going to get into it more a little bit later when Steve comes on to the show from Global Golf Post, but. It's exciting this week. You know, you've got Brooke Henderson as well, Jutanagarn and Lydia Ko, three really young players coming into the final event, both having, all three actually having one majors. Lydia Ko, the defending champ. You know, it's it's going to be exciting to see who's going to win. And not to mention, you know, uh, NB, you know, playing well. Um, I th- I think she's back this week, right? Or or did she pull out? I don't I don't know, but yeah. she was still having the injury with her right. thumb. Um, and I think all eyes on Stacy Lewis because she's sitting uh, at number seven in the race to the CMA CME Globe, which is the LPGA's version of the FedEx Cup. It's played here in Florida in November, and a big win could uh, you know bolt her up the board here and i think uh stacy would like to have a good couple of tournaments coming into the season finale and we're going to be announcing the winner of our grand cypress giveaway in our third segment tonight so stay with us the golf insiders we've got more golf talk coming up <laughs> 